Welcome to Deep, where we invite you to take the plunge and dive deeper into a daily encounter with God's living word. Journey with a collection of personal reflections of other souls as we all draw nearer and deeper to God's heart. Kumusta? Welcome to Deep Soul Sunday. I'm Jay Aruga of the Jay Aruga Show podcast, and today we're reflecting on the Gospel of Luke. Chapter 12, verses 49 to 53. Jesus said to his disciples, I have come to set the earth on fire, and how I wish it were already blazing. There is a baptism with which I must be baptized, and how great is my anguish until it is accomplished. Do you think that I have come to establish peace on the earth. No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on, a household of five will be divided, three against two, two against three. A father will be divided against his son and a son against his father, a mother against her daughter and a daughter against her mother a mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. And thank you, Jonathan Rumi, from The Chosen, for dropping by. This Gospel reading is very serious. Di ko alam kung bakit sa akin natapat ang Gospel today. Sinasadya ba ng producers ng Deep Podcast ito? The reason I think the gospel is very serious is because I did see these things happen. A father divided against his son, a mother against her daughter. We saw people unfriending each other, blocking each other in social media. It happened last May 2022, but all for the wrong reasons. We unfriended and we blocked each other because we disagreed on the presidential candidate that your friend or family member supported. Last May kasi was our presidential election. People stood up and risked breaking relationships, all for their love of country. I'm not saying that love for our country is bad, but how much willing are we to do the same for our Lord Jesus Christ, for our love for Him? Are we willing to be bashed, blocked, unfriended for Christ? I was a member of a group chat where a presidential candidate, beloved by some, is being badmouthed, and the supporters of this candidate passionately defended this guy. But when Christ's body, the church, is on the chopping block, did we ever stand up to defend her? There are many issues today where we can help explain the church's teaching on moral issues. The passing of the divorce law is being discussed again. Are we willing to discuss the social evils of divorce with our friends and family? Are we willing to discuss what it cost the society and children? The same way we are willing to discuss the merits of voting for a certain candidate last election, his or her achievements, qualifications, and platforms, how about abortion? 
Has your belief in abortion changed because the candidate you've been supporting approves abortion for the hard cases? I'm not saying you argue with friends and family until they disown you. All I'm saying is that we dialogue out of love, with charity in your heart. The big difference between defending a candidate and defending the Lord and his teachings is that a political candidate is fallible and even flawed. He or she will mess up one day, and you'll be left either disappointed or continuously defending him or her, even when what they're doing is already wrong. With the Lord, you can be sure that you're on solid ground. How can't He be? You'll simply just be defending the way, the truth, and the life. And there's no losing when it comes to defending the truth. So the question now is, what's silencing you from telling the truth about Christ? The word martyr came from the Greek word martyr, which means witness. In Acts, the apostles there showed great boldness in the face of danger. They're witnesses of Christ. Peter and John spoke in front of the Sanhedrin in Acts 4, carrying only the name of Christ as they were interrogated. Christians are still the most persecuted people in the world today. Open Door USA conducted a study saying that there are still 50 countries in the world today where it is dangerous to be a Christian. Every day, 13 Christians worldwide are killed because of their faith. Every day, 12 churches or Christian buildings are attacked. And every day, 12 Christians are unjustly arrested or imprisoned, and another five are abducted. At some point in our life, we'll stand up and face martyrdom because we believe in something strongly enough that we'd face social persecution for it. The question then is, are we martyrs for the right cause? Can we do the same thing for the Lord? Are we being good witnesses for Christ? Another question I'd like to ask listeners is, how can I walk in boldness like the early apostles and persecuted Christians today? Let us pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord God, we praise you, we worship you, Forgive us in those times when we're afraid to stand up for you, to stand up for your body, the Catholic Church. Give us the grace to be witnesses of your love, to be witnesses of Christ to the world, that we may share the truth, goodness, and beauty that we can only experience when we're with you. Give us the courage in our moments of fear and weakness until the day that we rest safely in your embrace. All of these we ask through Christ our Lord. Amen. We ask for the intercession of your saints and your mother as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for listening to Deep. I'm Jay Aruga. Listen to my podcast, The Jay Aruga Show, the first award-winning <clears throat> conservative podcast in the Philippines where we talk about conservatism, Christian, and Catholic values. It's available on Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Always remember, at the end of the day, it will be night. Goodbye.